Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Oh, that sounds so much like Tina Turner, doesn't it? Let's stay together. Uh, and it is, in fact, the voice of Justine Riddick, who I'm uh, very pleased to say has took her phone off silent, and now we can talk to her. Good morning, Justine. How are you doing? <laughs> Good morning. I'm sounding more like Tina every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and I'm so this pleased. This is what I sound like after four gigs. <laughs> I get huskier and huskier and huskier. <laughs> oh, I, I just—I mean, I just love the music of Tina Turner. She's got such a sexy voice, and and listening to you sing there, oh dear, I'm in she's love. She's amazing, isn't she? Oh, she's a, she is incredible, and you sound so much like her, uh, which which Thank is a good job, so really. <laughs> so, now then, before Tina Turner, we've mentioned that uh, you're appearing at the Newark Palace Theatre on Saturday the 7th of May, so I thought we'd find out a little bit more about you. So, before <laughs> Tina Turner, you performed as Anastasia for six years after winning Stars in Their Eyes in 2002. Now, their voices, Tina Turner's and Anastasia's, they're very similar, aren't they? They are. They're very, very similar. So, if you listen to I'm Out of Love, and then Simply the Best, <laughs> they just definitely do have that croaky rawness about them so it just seemed to lend itself perfectly to be the same character now in the tina turner live shows it, it, i mean it's a full-on performance i've seen the videos um and it's a real full-on performance you've got a live band you've got dancers in there uh, how many people are involved in in just putting on a show when whenever we go to a theater there's 10 of us there is five musicians including me so four, there's five musicians, then me, and there is four dancers. So there's ten of us on stage, but there's also a tech crew as well. We have two guys that come with us to do all the sound and lighting. So in total, there's 12. But, I mean, last night in Blackpool Opera House, we actually had um, six dancers with us, and we had four stage crew. So there's about 16 of us yesterday. Well, as I said, it's a full-on show, really, isn't it, uh, that, that you put on? So, um, 22 costume changes. Oh, and I've got to do all the washing first thing tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was going to come on to the costumes because, um, I mean, she, she's known for her incredible costumes. Um, and, and, and some of them, you know, there's not a lot of costume there. but uh, which Well, is, exactly. Which is great for, yeah, for the blokes in the audience. Love it, uh, so <laughs> What would you say is your favourite costume of Tina's? That you wear? Uh, well, you see, we're a little bit awkward because we copy some of their costumes, but not a lot of them. We we come up with different ideas for ourselves, what might work with different things. So at the moment, we've just bought these amazing LED costumes. So they're like little leotards, and they're full of LED lights. And I've got a remote control in my hand. So while the girls are dancing to, well, we use them for two songs, When the Heartache is Over, and also We Don't Need Another Hero um, on theatre shows. So while the girls are dancing to those two, I can change the colours of the costume that they're actually wearing. So they're my favourite ones at the moment, but they're not a favourite Tina Turner costume. If I was going to say what was the favourite Tina costume that I've ever seen her in, um, that I've never been able to make an exact replica of it because it's so complicated. It's the Mad Max one from We Don't Need Another Hero. It's 180 pounds or something worth of chain mail. So that, that was a stunning outfit that she wore. She also had an amazing flame dress that also Cher and Beyonce has also worn and that was designed by Bob Mackie. Bob Mackie did a lot of their costumes. Now, you see, with you mentioning the LED, um, the, the costumes and the sort of the, the new sort of, I suppose, modern uh, look, that would be the sort of thing that uh, if Tina was touring today, she'd be going in for all of that. She'd have loved it, wouldn't she? 
Well, that's our idea, you see, so that we remain artists in our own right. We have a little bit of um, free freeway with stuff. We like to be able to create some custom things ourselves. And uh, how long does it does it t- if you're creating a costume for you as Tina Turner, how long would you say it, it takes for you to actually create that costume? Um, to be honest with you, it, it varies. Sometimes you'll just go to a shop and you'll find something. You'll go, that's perfect. That works for Disco Inferno. And it's pre-made and it's off the shelf. And then other times you have to get lots of different sections from different parts of the world and wait till they turn up and then see if they all work together. And sometimes they don't and you end up changing them. But most of the time it's it's a, it's quite a quick process because I'm not sitting there sewing the sequins on myself. I just uh, repair them once they drop off. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to be you've got to be a needlesmith and uh, and everything really. You know, apart from um, you know, sort of star of the stage, uh, you, you've got to be there to actually do all the repairs and everything. Yeah, I've got many many hats, <laughs> even video creation. Um, t- tell us about the because t- I mean, as well as the costumes, Tina. Um, I mean, she's had several hairstyles over the decades. Um, and, and obviously, you know, to create the, the different sort of period for what you were singing, uh, the Tina songs. Um, how many wigs do you have for Tina? Now, now this is crazy, you see, because you're going to get really shocked now. I used to have just one wig and it was more based on her later, later hairstyle, possibly around about 60s to 70s. Um, that's age, by the way, <laughs> 1960s to 70s. <laughs> so I used to have that sort of um, wig. But I have done away with all of the wigs now, mainly because my hair looks exactly the same as the wig. <laughs> you, you see, I saw something on YouTube um, the, the other day, uh, and your your hair is just sort of, it's all grown out, and it looks like sort of spirally. Stuff. I don't know the technical term uh, for women's hairdos, I'm afraid. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it it looked amazing because it, it, it looked... Well, it, it just sort of, it really fanned out. And, uh, it, you know, it just... Giant. <laughs> you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah, so. I know what you mean. <laughs> I've got lots of, well, I did have lots of um, black, masses of curly, ma- massive black curly hair. And during lockdown, it went a little bit grey. So we decided to go uh, blonde. And now, because it just looks like the Tina wig, there's no point in wearing the wig anymore. The only thing I'm lacking is she's always had a fringe most of the times, and I haven't got a fringe. So I'm get, trying to get used to myself on stage without this fringe. <laughs> Everything else looks the same apart from the front of my head. <laughs> now, but I, it's actually quite nice being me, a little bit more of me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it sort of... I, I suppose as, um, as an artist, um, you know, it, it's nice for you to have a little bit of you showing through that because, I mean, you, you've been singing over 30 years now. Um, and you know you, you you've sort of done you've made records uh, as yourself you've done backing vocals and everything else so you've you've had a little bit of a career of as you singing your voice um, and, and then of course the Anastasia uh, that was for about six years wasn't it with stars in their eyes and then of course the big Tina Turner um, thing so I suppose as an artist it's it's nice for you to let that sort of inner light shine out now and again. Well, definitely. The way I always tell everybody that it, it's Justine has created the show, and the show is based on Tina's her career, her discography, everything that's to do with Tina. We are paying tribute to her. I don't really like to class myself as an impersonator because I'm no Joe Longhorn. Believe me, I can't like just lend my voice to thousands of different voices. I just, when I was learning how to sing as I was um, growing up, 
you used to just copy genres. So you copy a country style or you copy a jazz style. You wouldn't copy a specific person. Yeah. But obviously now and again, with, with stars in their eyes coming on, um, and then obviously Starstruck, we've got the modern version of it. It's all about trying to sound like the person. It never was about the look, you see. The look wasn't about that's what Stars in the Rise was about. It was about they put them in the right costume, but he always said, remember, it's the voice that you're judging, it's not the look. So um, it's all going to be like the 360-degree mm. turn, and everybody wants to see just replicas of the person. And in my opinion, there can only ever be one Tina Turner. Oh, definitely. There's only yeah. ever going to be one. So it's me sort of telling you about her career. Yes, I've got similar hair to her, and I'm going to be wearing similar short, sparkly, spangly costumes. But you're always going to remember that it's me there, as opposed to me just pretending to be Tina. And you see, that that's one good thing, because I, I don't think now Tina Turner's ever going to tour again. Um, you know, she, she's sort of, she's happy enough living in Sweden. Um, and for people who love the music of Tina Turner and would lo- have loved to see her live, to see somebody sort of bringing the whole essence of Tina Turner to the stage, that's as good as you're going to get, aren't, aren't you? You know, because uh, well, she, she's not going to tour she's again. Had- she said to Adrian Warren from um, the musical, the girl who was playing her for the very first time, the Tina musical in London, she said to her, don't try to be me on stage. She said, bring the essence yeah. of me. So I've always remembered that. So I thought, right, okay. So she doesn't mind people standing up on stage and singing her songs and, and acting and dancing like her, even with the same costumes on. But it's about remembering who you are but bringing the essence of Tina to the stage so that people remember how great she was. If everybody wants to watch Tina in concert, yes, you're never going to get to do it. So this is a a close second. But um, the only best way, I suppose, to watch Tina in a concert is via DVD. (laughs) Unless you want to have a real live feel and be taken on a wonderful, sparkly, amazing journey all about her life. And you're going to get get a strong, very, very similar voice, (laughs) very similar hair. My dancers are um, amazing. All the way people come away from the concert saying about how stunning the dancers are. The costumes are mind-blowing and the musicians are so much fun. The whole thing is a good evening out, a real, real load of excitement and loads of fun. Now, uh, there was, uh, I think, a couple. Of, it must be a couple of years ago now, there was a bit of a legal wrangling uh, where, where Tina tried to stop a, a Tina Turner tribute act uh, from performing because people thought that they were buying tickets to see Tina Turner. I mean, do you think Tina's people were a little bit OTT about tribute acts? Because, I mean, people like yourself are, are keeping her name out there. Uh, you know, they keep it, you're keeping sort of her bank balance going up because people come and see the show and then, you know, they'll go out and they'll buy DVDs, as you said, and, you know, they'll buy the CDs and everything. Um, so, so in a way, it, it's good for her to have people, you know, like yourself and sort of all over the world, the Tina T- uh, Turner, uh, and I, I hate using the word tribute acts, people who, who keep the, the magic on stage. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's good for her, isn't it, to have people like you knock it about? Yeah, well, it was actually this year that it happened, and then the lady who is in question, she's from Germany, from another show called Simply the Best, and she's been doing that show for years and years and years and years, and Tina's actually been to see said show and she never ever had a problem with it all this time and I don't think Tina did have a problem with any sort of tributes I think it all got mushed out of out of context um, on Twitter on on national TV mainly she was saying your poster 
looks too similar uh, to me. You look so like me that people are thinking that you are me. So it doesn't say anywhere on the poster that you are a tribute. It, it doesn't. So that was the problem that they had. So, I mean, it was February this year. They were supposed to be finding out the. I'm guessing that she never won a court case. But by February, they'd already changed the poster. Uh-huh. So they changed the poster to say such and such is a tribute to Tina Turner in Simply the West. So it was the poster that we, they were worried about completely. And if you did look at the poster, God, the girl was identical to her. But as I say, it all got um, dragged out of, out of context. And when the, the girl came on to talk about it on this morning, she said, yes, we're keeping her music alive. And it must be terribly sad for her to think that Tina's annoyed with what she yeah. did. But she actually said, Tina came to see me about seven years ago. And um, I never got to meet her, but she was fine. It's because the music that was in London is now um, in Germany. And people are going to the musical in Germany, which is probably maybe about 100 euros a ticket. And this other lady is out there doing a show called Simply the Best with a poster that just looks like it's Tina. doesn't say it's a tribute on it. And that's possibly about maybe 30 euros a ticket. So that's where the confusion was happening. Ah, see, that, well, that, I'm glad that's all cleared up. So, I mean, after watching so much on the media and everything, your mind gets a bit kerfuffled, doesn't it, with, with all of it? Yeah, so. no, she's for sure. She knows that there's millions of people around yeah. the world impersonator. I mean, my goodness me, there's, there's so many different countries in the world. that, that I mean, you go to a fancy dress shop and you can pick up Tina apparel. You yeah. Know, it happens all the time. We've even had, well, it, it's the same with lots of different characters now. Me and I'm starstruck. Look at how many different diverse people were being different diverse characters, and their voices were absolutely. We even had a, a drag queen dressing up yeah. as Cher. I mean, it's supposed to be as free as we we can possibly be, and everyone can be other people, and we can all be ourselves. And you know, you, you're allowed to be whatever you want to be at this stage. And I understand if an artist finds it a little bit. Mm, I wish they weren't copying me. Yeah. So that's why we try not to copy. It's not about a copy. It's about paying tribute to somebody, not just stealing everything they do and making it your own. Because people say to me a lot, why don't you want to be yourself? Believe me, I want to be myself. I've always wanted to be myself. I didn't go on Stars and Eyes until I was 28. I tried an awful long time to try and make it on my own. And it wasn't until Anastasia came on the scene, I thought, well, she just sounds like me. Oh, go yeah. on. Okay, I'll do it now. And it started the ball rolling. And when we decided to be Tina, as I said, I didn't want it to be a carbon copy of her. I wanted to be a show. And nobody was being Tina in any way, shape or form at the time. Only just solo versions around pubs and clubs. Nobody was doing it in the theatre. And she deserved a big show in her name. Definitely, And yeah. I'm always saying to my audiences, this is about Tina. My name's Justine. And we are here to celebrate yeah. her, her fabulousness. <laughs> Exactly. And the Totally Tina Turner show, now into its... I mean, you've been doing it 13 years. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's a big success. So how do you wind down after a show like that? Because, as I say, there's some pretty high-energy dance routines going off on stage. Anybody who knows sort of Tina Turner's choreography will know that, you know, it, it <laughs> is high energy. Um, so you lot must be absolutely shattered when you get off. So you don't need to go for a, to a gym anyway. That's one thing with doing the show, do no, we? No, we definitely don't. Well, we are absolutely shattered. I, I can't, can't explain the tiredness that happens after a show. But unfortunately, 
we are um, a small production show. We do everything in-house. So we pack the costumes away. We load the van. We drive the van. We unload the van. And then the next day we wake up and we wash all the costumes, repair everything and start getting prepared for the next week. There is no stopping. There isn't a wind down, really. It's just a case of doing the job. And if you, anyone will tell you this who loves the job they do. If you love what you do, it isn't like doing a job. It's, it's like a hobby. It's just fun. Well, i tell you what, the, the glamour of touring, uh, you know, hearing uh, about everything that, that you need to do uh, on that. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the, the YouTube channel, Totally Quarantino, because that has brought yeah. a smile to my face several times. Well, our YouTube channel, you'll, still see, you'll find us on all Instagram and Facebook at Totally TV UK and our website um, co.uk. So Totally Teen is for everything. But we decided during lockdown that Everybody was probably sat at home and it was a bit like bored. And so I decided um, to set up a little PA in my living room. And every Monday night, I'd do them a 45-minute concert. So we did that every week for about 10 weeks. We transferred to a garden at one point with some dancers when we were allowed a few more people around. And when it became um, um, apparent that we were just going to be stuck here for we decided to make this great little video called Totally Quarantina. And um, we got everybody to record a little line from Simply the Best in their home, what they do in their house. And so that was really, really fun. So that's one of the videos on it. And we we finished off the video with a ton of claps for outside for the NHS, um, a live concert that we'd done the year before, and just paying tribute to all of our fans who happen to be in the caring facility, whether that be as a as NHS worker or a key worker. So we, we featured all of our fans on it as well. So you'll find it on our YouTube um, tagline. It's called Totally Quarantina. <laughs> and you'll also find the 10 lockdown videos in my living room. You see, I, I love the, the sort because of, you were in full dress of Tina, the wigs and everything. Putting out your, <laughs> your rubbish, doing the cleaning up and everything in full Tina regalia. Loved it to bits. It's it's just so, so funny. So people need to go and, and have a look at that. that it's a good will... video. Now and again, I watch it back and I think, oh, that was really cool. It's... We also did two music videos. We took uh, four of our dancers and um, everywhere was closed. So we thought this is the perfect time. We asked one of the venues that we work in, could we use their venue while it's closed? And we went in and did one there. And then we went to the Outer Dock and we went to St. George's Hall in Southport in, in Liverpool. We went to lots and lots of different places and we filmed ourselves and we did What to Look Up Do With It on Private Dancer and we had a remix made of them. So we've got two music videos on that channel as well, which is really good. Brilliant stuff. Uh, so we can, we can see you at the Newark Palace Theatre, Saturday the 7th of May. Um, how do people get tickets for the show, Justine? You can find it direct from the box office or you can go to our website at totallytina.co.uk, find the date that you're after and hit, literally hit the button that says book tickets. Brilliant stuff. Well, it, it, it's going to be an amazing show. I've seen the videos uh, of the shows that you do, and not only do you look like Tina, you sound like Tina as well. Um, so, <laughs> it, you know, it, it's just a great show for anybody who enjoys the music of Tina Turner. Um, and, and I must say, you, you, do, uh, you and your dancers and the band, you just look amazing on stage. So, uh, so thank you for coming on and telling us a little bit oh, about you. Thank and you so much. It's been a pleasure. It really has. Have We're a... actually on our way now, just me and um, and my, my, my drummer and two dancers. And we're going to a private birthday party. The little girl is only four, 
and oh, she's nice. got about 30 kids there and we're going to do a Tina Turner show for a load of kiddies. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So with it being private and you've got the dancers, there'll be private dancers there then. Exactly. Really. I knew I'd get one in there somewhere. So I it's... saw it. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't need any help either. You didn't. I just no. fed you that I've one. Been... <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I've, I've been trailing all these Tina Turner songs for the last three hours. Uh, <laughs> so I've just about run out now. So uh, have a brilliant show uh, this afternoon. And also uh, on the 7th of May at Newark Palace Theatre. Just think it's been a brilliant pleasure uh, to speak to you. Uh, and, Thank you uh, so much. And I hope to see you there. Can't wait to see everyone. Oh, they'll be there. It'll be a full house. I know it will. So, thank you so much. Have a safe journey. Cheers, babe. Bye-bye. Cheers, Justine. Tell our mate.